As a cloud leader at Deloitte, I get to work every day with innovators who don't just wonder what's possible, they engineer it with cloud. If you're one of those people, you'll like Deloitte's OnCloud podcast, where my co-host Mike Cabas and I talk with business leaders and explore how to use cloud to impact business models, revenue streams, workplace cultures, AI adoption, and more. Join me, David Linthicum, by subscribing to OnCloud, where you get your podcasts. You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez-Cleary on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Back here on The Happy Hour one final time. Don't forget, DP will be out at Tanner's 30th and Yankee Hill this afternoon. I believe they're going till 7 p.m. there. It's going to be 3 to 7. Forever. Um, they're ticket weeknights from 6 to 7. So thanks again to Aaron Sorensen of Hill Varsity for hanging out with us, um, as she does every Wednesday. Tomorrow, we will be breaking down Nebraska women's basketball game against Creighton. That's happening tonight that we'll talk about here in a second. And then Friday, Mike Hogan from Badger 24-7 will join us as well. All right, Rico, we have a couple minutes left before – we get to Nebraska women's basketball. Talk about their matchup against Creighton tonight, which mm-hmm. I will be attending here. I want to talk about Mel Tucker. Now, why the guy why? that the guy that looks like he takes smelly salts after every single during every single timeout? Okay, Mel Tucker probably the best arms in the Big Ten mm. in the coaching ranks. I don't know. Best arms. Best arms. Mel Tucker. Best arms. As in just. He's got the best arms. Just strength. He's, he, his arms, they look good. I don't know. I don't what, what, are you going to go with Fitz? No. Those are the only two. Who has be- Who is stronger does, than either does, one of them? Does Scott Frost not have good arms? Scott Frost does not have better arms than Fitz or Fit. Fitz or Mel Tucker. Or Mel Tucker. Hmm, I don't know. That's a conversation it's for just a fact. Time. Probably the shiniest head in the Big Ten also. Yeah, absolutely. He's also that. Yeah, he's, he's got a shiny head, Mr. Clean. Um... All right, talking about Melvin Tucker. So Justin Thin, who you might remember, we talked to him before Nebraska's game against Michigan State earlier today, around ten thirty or so. He announced that Mel Tucker and Michigan State might be reaching a landmark extension. Um, here's what the tweet said: that would the expected eight million plus salary would make Tucker the highest paid um, African American head coach in sports because uh, Mike Tomlin, I believe, and and uh, Doc Rivers are the other two that are making $8 million. Anyway, that's not the point that I'm getting to. The point that I'm getting to is there were two boosters that it sounds like they're thanking for making this possible. Let me let me read this. This is from uh, Spartan Tailgate, which is their 24-7 uh, site. Spartan's so tailgate. Here is what it is. It says, um, there are two mega donors that deserve credit for stepping up to the plate here. Ishbia, a former walk-on for the 2000 National Championship Hoops team under Tom Izzo, is the CEO of United Wholesale Mortgage. He recently donated $32 million for an upcoming football building while also making headlines for um, signing NIL deals with every single football and basketball player at Michigan State. Steve St. Andre is the, is the CEO of Shift Digital, a digital marketing firm based in Birmingham, Michigan and an alumnus of the Michigan State's Business College. In the past year, um, 
they have had these these people have been had private dinners with close friends along with Mel Tucker, Tom Izzo, and Michigan State Athletic Director Alan Howler. I think I'm saying that correctly. Um, and they went on a radio show last night and said those two guys went on a radio show last night and said that it was us. That Surprise! Mel Tucker's sticking around. I mean, one way to make sure your coach doesn't leave for a better job is to pay him all of the money that Eight you can. Eight million dollars. All of the money that you can. And think they about looked it. at Mel. They looked at Mel Tucker That's and what wild. he's done this season, and they were like, "You know what? Yes, let's continue to do this for however many years you want." Mel Tucker sticking around. Lincoln Riley might be going to LSU. I mean, and, I guess. and it's reported that if that's the case, Alex Grinch does not want to go with him. He wants the head coaching job at Oklahoma. Interesting. If you're Oklahoma, do you give it to him? No, I, I don't think so. Big Twelve is Why? an off. Big Twelve is an offensive conference. It it's not like you can't find an offensive coordinator to 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 be at Oklahoma. Does does, does Alex Grinch give up the offensive play calling duties? One hundred percent. Yes. Does he worry about calling any of the plays? Alex Grinch calls the defensive plays. He he does. But he does not get called. He, I don't think it would be that hard to find a really talented offensive coordinator to to pair with you at Oklahoma. All you have to do is you know find somebody extremely talented and say, "Hey, I'm a head coach at Oklahoma," and that's it. They're like, "All right, I'll be your offensive coordinator." Where, where do we think James Franklin goes? Is it USC? USC. See, okay, we talked about. There's Clay. no like he either goes to USC or he stays at Penn State. It's not like he's going to take another job. Like it, the, it's those two. Here's an interesting thing for you. We were talking about Clay Helton the other day. How he's Shout at Clay Georgia, Georgia, Southern. Georgia Southern. And if he would have waited a little longer, would Washington have taken him? I don't know. That's a hard one. I think that's interesting. I think... Because, I mean, Clay Helton, he was fired from, again. what, USC? That was his last stop? He was. He was fired from USC. I don't know if immediately another Power 5 team takes a chance on him. So mm-hmm. maybe it's Georgia Southern and for... Two years and then another, you know, big time job, but you don't know what's going to be open at his, that time. His head coaching record is forty six and twenty four. He know. was five and one at USC last year, eight and five the year before. Yeah, he had an eleven win season in two thousand seventeen, a ten uh, win season just, in twenty sixteen. USC just gave up on him. Yeah, Washington probably takes a chance on him. Who else is Washington going to get? Unless he went to Georgia Southern to wait, he knows something we don't know. Who's o- what's opening up next year? I don't know. What are you saying, Rico? I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying that. If that's what you're implying, I'm not saying that. Don't don't I'm try trying. that. I was trying. Um, Nebraska. Don't we do have, that. We have about a minute left here. Nebraska women's basketball hosts Creighton tonight. It's an interesting one there. Uh, let me go back to the page here. Nebraska right. has won by 50 plus in their first two games. Yeah. Aaron, I Aaron, don't think they do that. Aaron again. told us that wild statistic about how much Nebraska's outscoring. Um, Nebraska, the series between Creighton and Nebraska, Blue Jays trail the series 30 to 16. Nebraska's winning the series 30 to 16. Nebraska's 3 and 0, Creighton's 1 and 1. Creighton also has a couple instators, as does Nebraska obviously, but um Jamie Haran from Millard South and then Morgan Molly from Crete. Nebraska's currently on a five-game losing streak to Creighton, however. They are. Um they lost last year. They won, excuse me. No, Creighton won last. Creighton year. won last year. Yes. Gee whiz! I'm looking at a cr- I'm looking at a Creighton site. It, yeah, it throws you off. So they won Nebraska 78-62. We're out. Talk to you tomorrow. Adios. Adios.